0: (laughs) Welcome to This Youth Generation, working to improve the quality of life for youth in our community. I'm your host, Dion D. Price, author and youth life skills coach. I'm looking forward to engaging you on the topic of critical issues concerning today's youth generation by way of informative edutainment through storytelling, discussions, and interviews. If you're a parent, educator, or youth worker, this program will be a valuable resource for you. Let's get to it. Dion Price, This Youth Generation, Life of a Youth Worker. This podcast episode is based on a column that's focused on attentive and inquisitive parenting. Their column brought some interesting feedback, which led to the idea of this podcast which will consist of a panel of parents speaking on this very subject. Is it attentive, inquisitive parenting, or is it being nosy and too controlling? The panel discussion will consist of two males and two females, Mr. Mike Johnson, Ms. Lita Henson, Ms. Starlet English, and Mr. Dwayne Cook, who are all parents. So this panel discussion will delve into the subject matter and unravel and unlayer some of the issues and nuances of parenting in this generation. Hope you enjoy it.
1: First of all, I'd like to introduce Miss Starlett, who's a parent. Let me get it right. Miss Starlett, parent of one, right? Yes. And, and uh, Mr. Dwayne, parent of four, four boys, right? Miss Lita, parent of one, one female, and Mike Johnson, parent of three, two girls and a boy. They get it right, Mike? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So, I'd like to get you all a little quick to introduce yourself and what your background is a little bit, and then
2: we'll go into the. Started with Miss English. Um, well, background is I'm a mother of, uh, he's 29 years old. Um, I wouldn't consider myself a single parent because his dad was in his life, but he was also surrounded um, uh, by his grandfather. So, he has some um, old school morals thanks to his grandfather. And um, that's about it. All right. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
3: Mr. Dwayne. All right, hello, everyone. I'm Dwayne, a uh, parent of four, um, three boys and one girl. Um, <clears throat> and uh, it's kind of like a switch story because um, I have been the constant in all of my kids' life. Um, and yeah, sometimes mom, sometimes no.
1: Ms. Lisa.
4: Good evening, everyone. Um, I am a parent of one, one girl. She just turned 21 um, and parenting still continues. I'm learning. Um, I started off as a single parent, but then um, when she turned five, six years old, um, my partner, Mike, um, since she was six years old and she ha- he has done a better job of helping me co-parent and um the two of them have a really great relationship
5: I'm righty brother Mike yeah I'm, I'm driving right now but uh yeah I'm a, a father of three uh um, one boy and uh two girls and uh they're all grown now and they in their 30s pretty much and uh you know doing their own thing all righty all righty.
1: so good thank you I appreciate you guys again so what sparked this subject matter was some real life experiences. One was when my daughter was in high school, a lot of her friends just said, listen, she told me, she said, my friends stop inviting, and she said it with an attitude too. She said, my friends stop inviting me to things because you asked too many questions. I am just doing my job. So if your friends stop messing with you because I'm asking too many questions, then I must be doing something right. So I kept asking questions. But that stuck with me because I also felt her because she was emotional about it. And uh, I was asking too much. So that kind of morphed into uh, us asking the questions to parents and youth. And very recently I had a, an incident where my youngest was asked to go to an event. And he was asked to go to an event with one of his friends in an amusement park. Okay, sounds good, right? First question, what amusement park? How much is it gonna cost? Who's driving? When you coming back? How many people gonna be in the car? Who's gonna, Who's my contact? All those questions. The first one was, a follow-up was, who was driving, and he said, uh, my friend's parent, I happened to go outside to see the parent, and I didn't see the parent in the car. I saw his friend, who I know is his age and don't have a license. I said, hold up, wait a minute. I said, "Uh, CJ, what you doing driving? My mom let me drive. CJ, I know you don't have no license, bro. You You can't fool me. No, but I'm getting my permit. Okay, getting your permit means you driving dirty. So, amir ain't rolling with you sorry he can't roll with you but i will do this i will take you guys to six-pack myself tell your mom and 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 I, she come pick you up i'll drop you off right so that was it and he, he gave me a funny look and uh, amir walked in the house from the attitude so i was a bad guy on all levels so that's what sparked the column is it being too nosy is it helicopter pairing is it micromanaging is it being nosy or is it just being attentive and, and, and an inquisitive parent? So question number one is how much privacy do you give your kids depending on their age uh, when it comes to asking all their business? Dwayne, why don't you start with that one? Uh,
3: so yeah, for me, um, I am definitely an inquisitive parent. Um, I ask a lot of questions as well. Um, I, I try and be as um, I want to say discreet at, with my questioning, um, but definitely uh, consistent. So I don't really give a lot of um, extra space. So if, you know, if you're saying like, how how nosy am I, or how much do I get in it? Um, yeah, about eighty to ninety percent, I stay in their business. All right.
1: Good. Good. Thank you, Miss English. Yes.
2: Um, well, for me now, because my son is an adult, um, but he temporary he's temporarily residing with me. So, um, as an adult, I try and give him the privacy. Um, but as still as a concerned parent, um, my son has a horrible driving record. <laughs> um so when he's going somewhere he'll let me know where he's going and so you know i still being a mother i don't care how old he is is okay well you know where are you going um you know what friends are you hanging out with tonight just be careful out there so i kind of just give him instead of questioning him i give him some advice some motherly advice be careful you know watch your environment um you have contact phone numbers things like that but when he was younger um you know, my son wasn't the type of person that would go hang out, um, you know, with friends and things like that. He was he was pretty much a private person. But as he started to mature a little bit, yes, the questions were there. Um, who are your friends? Where are you guys going? What time you plan on being back? Um, and so I, I did not try to be too controlling, but Um, I wanted, you know, when I asked him questions, he answered it because he knew what the consequences were going to be if he, you know, didn't respond. It was like, okay, well, then if you can't tell me who you're going with and hanging out and where you're going, you're not going. And that was the end of the story. So That was it.
1: And so it seems like it changed, obviously, your, your style of questioning adjusted with their age, right?
2: Right. It's not so much as questioning, but again, just making him think of okay, well, you know, mom's asking this. And he, right. he does the same thing up on when I'm going out, mom, where you going? You know, you know, are you going you know, mm-hmm. you know, are, you gonna, you know are you okay? He's gonna right. you know, things like Not that. So say. to me it's just I'm trying to be more respectful. Right. Um as because he's an adult, but he's still living under my roof temporarily. So there are still some questions I'm gonna be asked.
1: Thank you for that. Ms. Lisa.
4: Um, growing up, Lana as a kid, you know, she, um, always had the, the, um, this attention to, she was always drawn to things that would get her in trouble. And so when it started to get, you know, affect her grades, Mm -hmm. as far as privacy goes, I had to take uh, control and maybe people might think it's, you know, as a young kid, 12, 13 years old, you know, I wanted to see what she was doing on the phone, being that you're not be on your phone in class, right? Mm-hmm. So I found this nifty app called Screen Time, and it you know, allowed me to control her phone. Wow.
2: Okay. Um, so
4: basically during the hours of school, I'd shut it down. Sometimes I'd get calls from her saying, can you please unlock my yeah. blah, 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 because I need to do research on blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, you guys have computers in class, so I'm not buying it.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a different level of, uh, they don't know what they're dealing with. <laughs> we have, right? right. You got to have some
5: better game to deal with these old school parents, right? Right. Brother Johnson, Brother Mike. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, in uh, my particular case, uh, what we, I pretty much did was, uh, you know, ask them when it was coming up, you know, where you going? Who you who your friend? Who you going to be with? They. They go into such and such house. I call the parents and find out, you know, Absolutely. give me a number. I'll talk to the parents straight up,
3: Absolutely.
5: you know? And yeah. uh, I basically, mine, mine's all grown now. They're doing their own thing. But when they was coming up, I basically told them that you got no rights. Wow. You have no rights. You are We just breaking it straight up the Gestapo up in here. I said, if you want freedom, you want equal rights, you must leave the premises. Hmm. In here, everything in this house, we own, we control. Right. Nice. And here's a perfect example. One time my daughter got to where she wouldn't open the door. She didn't want to open the door when I wanted to talk to her about something. Right. So one day she came home, the door was gone. <laughs> and, and and one of the things I used to do was deflect the issue. Like mm-hmm. I could have said, I took the door because you didn't want to talk to me, right? I told her the door got a problem. What do the you mean? Problem. She said, I said the door got a problem. You want to talk to me, and I want to talk to you. But the door don't want us to talk. The door's got to go. The door got to go. The door is, she said, where's the door? I said, door's up, in the, up in, the, in the in the garage, up in the thing. I said, now, you go talk to the door. The door will let me, when I come to talk to you, if the door let me talk to you, then it can come down. But I don't know, because I don't talk to the door. Right. Yeah, you that's know, I, okay. I said, That's what I would do. I would deflect those kind of things. Yeah. But main thing is, I told my kids, "Uh, you know, this is how we roll. We roll like this. And we set the rules. I mean, to no privacy, you don't have no privacy. They wow. ain't got none. So uh,
1: yeah, we, uh, we adjust it w- when they become adults. And I'm going to ask another question about the adult kids on, on the letter. Next question here I want to ask is, um, is your parenting style the same as your parents? Do you parent the same way your parents? Have you taken a page, or have you adjusted? And, and I'll start with that by saying no. I, I had a one, one parent, no father. And my one parent was dysfunctional. That she was suffering from alcoholism so i could i didn't have any clue um miss english what was your parenting style did you take did you take a little bit of your parenting style from your parents
2: well um well like you said well, i grew up in a two-parent home my mom and the dad my um my dad was the disciplinary he was the one who laid down the rules and he was the enforcer if you did not abide by those rules. My mom was sort of like an innocent bystander. She just yeah. kind of stood quiet and really didn't say anything. So um, I think growing up in my time as, as a young teen, um, a lot of people would think it was unusual for there not to be two parents in the household. However, in my era, my, the community I grew up in, it was very common to have a mom and a dad in the same house. So. My dad was the type of person, I think back then, where he laid the rules down. You were, you know, if you were going out with a friend on the weekend to the mall, you already knew Mm -hmm. what you, you know, basically he laid down the rules. There were no questions. So he really didn't have to question us. He already, we already knew how to conduct ourselves out in public. And we knew what the consequences were going to be if we did not. So his questioning was very, you know, basically the same. Who are you going out with this weekend? That was it. He just wanted to know who you were going out. He knew, you know, once he gave us those rules of what not to do, there was there was nothing else left. He didn't have to do that every weekend we went out. Um, but my dad, again, was old school. So um, my the rules for the girls in the house were different from the one male that was in the house, which is my brother. And um, that was basically seemed like dating. Um, I never saw my dad bring any of my boy, my brother's uh, girlfriends in the house and sit him down and ask them questions. He did with the guys who came to take me and my sister out. And um, so they would sit down in living room without us in the room. It was just my dad and whoever we were dating at the time. And he would ask them questions. And um, one of his rules were, you come in to pick up my daughters. There will be no honking the horn. You're going to get out of your car. You're going to come to the door. You're going to pick my daughter up. And that's how you're going to drop her off. Right so. Again, the way that I was raised was, you set out the rules, that's it. There there was no constant questioning every time we wanted to do something because we already knew what to do. Yeah. Now with my son, I lay down the rules, but, and I don't know if it's a male thing, it seems like every weekend he forgets what the rules are. So then that requires me to go over the rules again and again, and again but when you don't think they're listening they're actually listening because at some point they'll switch back on you and say well mom remember you told me i couldn't blah blah, blah. okay you were listening
1: then. But I had to listening
2: there myself every other weekend so i did i do take some of my dad's parenting um but i've also incorporated my own because My son is nothing like me. So you have to, just like with anything, you have to adapt and adjust.
1: Make some adjustments. um, Right.
2: right. And so I've made a lot of adjustments.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for that.
0: Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this program, download the podcast or subscribe to the channel. We appreciate your support.